Today, we've got a very special show. My sister Barbara joined the fun as my guest co-host. Plus, you'll meet the loving Texas family who opened their home and their heart to two brothers. And we catch up with sisters and WNBA stars Neka and Shanae Agumake. From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Hi, everyone. It is Thursday, November the 9th. Hoda is off, but looking here, I've got my sissy. And um, she's done this once before. I didn't think she would ever do it again. But since our family is all about, our show is all about family and friendship, here she is. I'm back. Here goes nothing. Here goes nothing. Are you excited? <laughs> I'm excited. How does it feel? Exciting. Exciting. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we want to start off because y'all know my sister's name, Barbara, which is typically for 70 plus. It's an older name. It's an older name. And there was a Hello uh, magazine headline that actually grabbed our attention because it said the top 10 retro baby names are actually making a comeback. The list includes Martha, Rita, Esther, and Barbara. How does that feel, sissy? It feels good. Most of my life, there were articles that said Barbara was going extinct. Completely extinct. It was on the list of names going extinct. So I'm glad we're back. I question the research because I have yet to meet (laughs) a baby or a child named Barbara. Except for on the parks where you live. and, and Well, there's definitely, I notice in Brooklyn at the playground, we're sort of Old is new. Yeah. There's a lot of Maves. Yes. There's some Doloreses. I hear a lot of... Come on, Dolores. Come on, Dolores. (laughs) I haven't heard come on, Barbara, ever. You've never... Well, unless it's your husband or your child. Yes, and she doesn't call me Barbara. My children call me Jenna. You've heard that. That's something for you to unpack with them. It is. It is something for me to unpack. In fact, when we FaceTimed Hal from our book tour, he goes, hello, Jenna. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Jenna, which I take as a compliment because it is my name. name. Yeah, it is my name. (laughs) Um, Okay. But being a Barbara in 1990s was kind of complicated. Well, it was more being a Barbara Bush in the 1990s (laughs) was complicated because Ganny, our grandmother, was the first lady's wife. Yeah. So it drew attention. Did you like it? I didn't love attention. That's Do you why like I it rarely now? co-host with my sister. <laughs> Do you like attention now? I'll take a touch of it. Okay. So in the 90s, when people would say, hey, Barbara Bush, how would you feel? I would, um, I, I would fall back. You were a, sh- a little bit embarrassed. I was embarrassed to have attention. I didn't want attention. But then, of course, when Ganny passed away, the night she passed away, I was laying in bed and I felt ashamed that I had felt that way and proud that I had her name. Are we already crying? Oh, probably not, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were dehydrated. I am. Um, okay, but t- being uh, Barbara Bush in the 90s was kind of hilarious. Well, it was more in the 2000s that it got funny because <laughs> it wasn't necessarily... It was complicated for me, but it was complicated for family members. One time, as you know, our cousin Wendy wrote me an email address. The subject line was laser hair removal or electrolysis. <laughs> 
And she wrote, yo, what's up? I'm thinking about getting laser hair removal or electrolysis on my bikini line. Do you have any recommendations? And then she pressed send and it autofilled Danny's email address. And she received the email. She replied right away. She said she had never done either. Yes. And all she could offer was to avoid harsh products like Nair. <laughs> Which makes us wonder, did she try Nair down there? I don't know. <laughs> no. 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 Erase. Um, that, it was, yeah. Did that just bomb? Who just whispered? Who just whistled? Who just whistled? Chris! Um, okay, well, there is some big news, Barbara. Yeah, I know okay. how you love television. Have you started watching our show? I do online. You do? Okay. Well, that's good. That's a that's a plus from the last time. And I follow you on Instagram after the last time. We shamed her. We publicly shamed her. Yes. Okay. Well, there's big news for one of our favorite shows, which you've actually watched because since you are on our show, you got a television. I got a television. Welcome to 1955. <laughs> We're so glad you could join us, Barbara. I've arrived. Yes. Make us a turkey pot pie after dinner. I shall. Okay. So the White Lotus is not only coming back for season three. But the creator just said it is going to be supersized. It is going to be longer. It is going to be bigger. It is going to be crazier. Fab. I can't wait. Are you into, did you watch both seasons? I watched both seasons. I obviously love Jennifer Coolidge, and I'm curious how she will return. Well, I don't want to say any spoilers, but... She may not return. Will she return? She may not return because sometimes... When the season ends the way it did with Jennifer Coolidge, <laughs> there's nowhere to go but away. There could be a flashback. Do you remember when we once hung out with Jennifer Coolidge at a bar? Yeah, it was right after she was Stifler's mom. Yeah, do you remember that? Yes. And we took um, watermelon shots. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, gross. No, no, they were no, delicious. Not her, the watermelon. No, shot. the watermelon shot was good. Do you remember it being good? I do. Um, okay, well, season two starred Aubrey Plaza. Yes, she's really cute. She's been on our show. She actually once came on our show in a witch's costume and stayed in character for the entire interview. Like a method vibe, sort of. We didn't really know where to go. It was, was around it Halloween. Yeah, it was around okay, Halloween. I love that. For um, her. It, it was a strange interview, but we adore her. <laughs> anyway, she is getting ready to star in an off-Broadway show, so she needs. Needed a place to live. She was moving to New York. She didn't have a house. This is what she decided to do. What? She decided to pick up the phone and call Patty Lapone and said, Hey, Patty, can I stay with you? <laughs> Patty said, Sure. Cute. And there, she said, It's a sleepover. Vibe. Yeah. And, but they lived together for a couple months. It was a month or two long sleepover. She said that she loved the sleepover, but they had very different vibes. Okay. This is what she said. She says she sleeps in a very sexy black nightgown and I have on this long cotton. I look Victorian. All that's missing is a nightcap. <laughs> um, well, we've been on a weekend long sleepover. We have, we've been on a road trip through Texas. Yes. For, through five cities where we shared a bed in each city. Yes. We actually usually go into a hotel and they're like, here are your rooms. And, you know, Mrs. Hager, here's your room. Barbara, here's your room or whatever. Mrs. Bush, um, here's your room. And then we usually say. And we say we actually just want one room. We'll share a room. Yeah. So it's both cost savings and cozy. Yes. And we have different styles. 
But say more. Well, I think you like to be in an old slip. That I looks, like a nightgown. I love a nightgown. Yeah, but usually it's a very worn slip. It's not just a nightgown. It's like a slip. Yeah, I love a slip. Like a 1950s slip. Yes, what I'm Barbara. Real, yeah, I'm realizing that you're really living up to the name Barbara in all ways. I am. It's been intentional. It is? Well, no, no. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how to make a turkey pot pie? No. What's, I will learn. You will learn how to make a turkey pot pie? Yes. We don't even like turkey. No, turkey is a wasted food. Except a lovely for, animal. A, a lovely animal, <laughs> yet a wasted food. Although we did have one twin moment. We had a psychic moment that involved a turkey sandwich. We were both eating the turkey sandwich. We both took one bite. As we took the bite, we both said at the same time, this, this would, would be, be better, better with, with pepper. <laughs> Why didn't you say it? <laughs> That's what we said. Yeah, we both said this would be better better with with pepper pepper at the same time. Therefore, we had a psychic connection over a turkey sandwich. Um, Okay, so I'm going to see if you know these siblings, okay? Barbara does not know very much about pop culture. (laughs) These are some siblings that are making some headlines. Their names are Travis and Jason Kelsey. Okay, yes. Do you know them? Yes, Travis Kelsey has really been in the news a lot lately. Why? Because he's dating Taylor Swift. And he's an excellent athlete. And he's an excellent athlete. Do you know his brother? I've learned about his brother. When? This morning. Okay. Because <laughs> he's an excellent athlete. He's too. an excellent but athlete, just... too, and we like their excellence. Okay. Well, yesterday, we announced People Magazine named Patrick Dempsey the sexiest man alive. Were you happy with that choice? Yes, because I think we discovered him when we watched Can't Buy Me Love. 1,754,000 uh, yes. times. I would say we were early adopters to Patrick Dempsey. That's true. Well, lots of people actually predicted, Barbara, that Travis was going to be somewhere in the magazine, okay. possibly even on the cover. But to their surprise, it was not Travis. It was Jason Go who Jason. made the pages. Yeah, I kind of like that. The underdog brother. Yeah. And look at him. He's he rugged. Great. He's got a beard. I like Jason. Well, this is what Jason joked. He joked, I am not even the sexiest man in my own family, (laughs) let alone the sexiest man alive. So they have different looks, those brothers. Yes. Do you prefer a kind of groomed Travis or you like a scruffier Jason? I like a, I like, why do I have to choose? Oh, you like them both? I like both rugged and pretty. And what about a tattoo? I I love a tattoo. <laughs> why? Are, why don't, but you don't love one for yourself. Would you ever no, get one? I've, as you know, I've tried. You? Oh yeah. And luckily, fate's gotten in the way. Yes. Every time. So would you still try, or you feel like I'm you've done. outgrown it? I'm good. I outgrew it. But you still like a man with a tattoo. Yes. But does your husband have one? No, and that's great for him. (laughs) Okay. All right, y'all, more with my sister Barbara. We're revealing some of our very first loves right after this. Good job, Sissy. You did it. (laughs) Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops, on. TVs, streaming. Game console, console Smart thermostat, set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera, Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators. Now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. 
There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. You guys, I am back with my sissy and Barbara and I are so excited about our new book, Love Comes First. It is out now. It is out now. And we've been on book tour. We have. We've been on book tour. We wrote this book actually inspired while we were on our last book tour because all of our books have been about sisters. We're sisters. That's how we go through the world. And we would meet people on book tour who would say, I don't have a sister, but I brought my best friend or I brought my cousin. And they make me feel loved and like I'm enough. So we wrote a book all about love. What we realized is the common denominator is love. Okay. And you guys, we will be in New Orleans tomorrow. Yes. The Garden District Bookstore, 4 p.m. Come and see us. And then we'll be in Laurel, Mississippi on Saturday, which we're looking forward to. Okay. So our book got us thinking about love of all kinds. So we want to celebrate playing a game called First Loves. Here's how it works. The first loves generator will spin and land on a topic, and then we will share our, our first, first love. love from that category. All right, shall we spin that thing? Let's the generator? Do it. Let's go. Spin it. Spin. <gasps> first concert I ever loved was with you. Yes, we went in first grade. Our mom took us to the Paul Simon concert. For the Graceland tour. For the Graceland tour, which is still one of the best albums of all time. If you're Absolutely. in a bad mood, listen to it. But what about your first, um, what's it called? Crowd surfing oh, moment. I, we did in seventh grade, go to Pearl, seventh grade. Seventh grade, we went to the Pearl Jam concert. Yes. And I body surfed. Bobby, Barbara, I like looked up and I saw tiny Barbara up there <laughs> among the crowd. Okay, next one. Hit the spinner. Hit it. <laughs> First, first crush. crush. Well, Barbara's first crush was Jared Leto. My so-called life. My so-called he life. Was, I heard he was here today. I loved Jordan Catalano. Yes. Remember when they made out in the boiler room? Yes. It was a classic so episode. Who, what about you? Who was your first crush? Uh, who was my first crush? Michael Bolton. I, that is. <laughs> Did you listen to Michael Bolton all the time? <laughs> I did listen to Michael Bolton. I'm not sure that he was my first crush. I think you were into him. Okay. <laughs> Let's spin it. <laughs> Mike, by the way, Michael has aged very well. The first, first pet. Pat. Barbara and I are both cat women. Yes. Proudly. Cat moms. I told you how I've been um, pushing Holly in a stroller. Yes. I have Eleanor. She's 14. She's a teenager and fab. She's um, feral and she only likes Barbara. But our first <laughs> loves, mine was Baxter. And mine was Spritey. We named it after her favorite song. I loved Sprite, and so I named Spritey <laughs> after Sprite. Okay. Push Hit it. it. <laughs> oh. The first cocktail I ever loved. I think wow. they're trying to shame us with our underage drinking, minor in possession of alcohol. Yeah. That was rude. I think this is shame coming from my own team. But I would have to say it was probably a wine cooler. Definitely a wine cooler. Or a natty light. Or remember there was something called <laughs> Strawberry Hill or something like yeah. that? I don't know if that's still around, but I liked it. It was all sugar. Yeah. And it made you feel terrible. Anyway, that was really that fun. That was fun. That was special. <laughs> Coming up next, y'all, a couple who opened their home to more love. The surprise phone call that transformed one Texas family forever after this. Yeah. 
Today, we are celebrating all kinds of families and the special bonds parents and siblings have with one another. Marissa Stiles' family recently got a little bit bigger. We'll chat with everyone in a moment, but first, take a look at their story. My name is Marissa, and I am 14 years old. I was adopted from China, and I think I was 11 months old. She um, was just a joy. She was just an amazing baby. She was so special. Over the years, she always asked for a sibling. She always wanted a baby sister. We just felt like our family was together. Our family was complete. We thought it was complete. (laughs) But nine months ago, Marissa's parents, Dina and Thomas, got a call. There were two boys who had lost both of their parents within five months of each other. They were living with their 77-year-old grandfather, but needed a forever home. I remember the night we sat down and had a little family meeting, and we talked about um, what what we were doing, what our plan was, and we asked her how she felt about it. And she started crying, like she was so excited. So that's when we felt like we knew we were doing the right thing. I was excited for this change, and I was excited to have someone to hang with. I was expecting them to be girls. We first had a phone call with the boy's grandfather, and the phone call went great. And then a couple of weeks later, we actually drove to his house. When we walked up to the door, Levi was jumping up and down because he was so excited to meet us. And I remember at one point I asked Joseph, I said, are you nervous, Joseph? And he said, yeah. I said, you know what, I am too. (laughs) You know, it was kind of an emotional day. I was very happy because I could never imagine being a big sister. I've always wanted to be, but I never actually thought I would be. So the oldest one is eight, and he's in third grade. He asks a lot of questions, very inquisitive. The little one is three. He's always moving, always climbing, always jumping, throwing. We have to watch him every minute. (laughs) They add a bunch of energy to the house. They both love her, so. They do. I think she'll be awesome, sister. Right now she is. Her and the little man have really bonded over that relationship. Here we go. Today is a big day for Marissa and her family. Adoption day. Marissa is officially becoming a big sister. And after a lot of heartbreak, her little brothers, Joseph and Levi, are getting a new family. Okay. Hi. How are you? Good. The matter before the court is a final adoption. Good-looking boys. You were the only boy in the family, and you needed boys. Is yeah, that right? Yes, I wanted okay. to outnumber the girls. <laughs> so you wanted to step back into being a granddad. Yes. Okay. So you agree this adoption is in the best interest of their chi- of these yes, children. The court approves the adoption uh, order as proposed and grants this adoption. Thank you. I just think there couldn't have been a better couple and family to adopt them. They've been through more than boys should have to be. My hope is that they grow up and feel secure and feel loved. I'm very excited to watch them grow up and make memories with them. I get to be with a new family and I have a new mom and dad and I have a sister. I have an more family members, and now I have two families, kind of. That's right, buddy. We're a family. Yeah. When she kept saying she wanted a sister and she wanted a sister, I said, well, you know what? I said, God knows what we need. I really think that's how we all met and and came together. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, we needed these boys as much as they needed us. 
How beautiful is that story? And today is World Adoption Day, and we are so proud to say that the Styles family is officially a family of five. And they are here with us. They're here with us today. Deanna, Marissa, Joseph, Levi, and Thomas. Oh, my gosh. You guys, we're so happy you're here. Thanks for having us. Thank you for for being here. Okay, so, Dina, we know that the adoption was finalized. We got to be there. You said in the piece that you you needed these boys as much as they needed you. Yes. You know, we were a a threesome for so long, and we always knew that Marissa wanted a sibling, and we always knew we wanted more children. And it was just never the right time. And it yeah. suddenly it seemed the right time. And we matched up. And I just think I'm it was God just God. a God thing. We were meant to be. I hear it was a God thing. They all were meant to be. Yes. Marissa, you now have two little brothers. <laughs> What's that been like? Well, it's been very exciting. They've added so much color and energy to the house. And it's a lot more fun now. <laughs> it is? Do you have somebody to play with? Yes, I do. Y'all, is Marissa a good big sister? Yeah. Is she a great big sister? Yeah. Did you ever know that you weren't going to be the oldest brother? You were going to have somebody to look after you? (laughs) I know. Kind of. And what about you, Levi? Yeah. Do you love living with your parents? Yeah. You do? Do you feel safe? Yeah. Oh, well, that makes us happy. Do you like being on TV? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas, we know this has been an incredible transition for your family. How do you feel like these boys have completed your family? I think they completed it a lot. And now it's boys outnumber the girls. (laughs) So uh, now it's all soccer games, starting basketball, Cub Scouts, uh, and a loud house and a lot of laundry. You know, um, I don't know if y'all know this, but the Gladney home is special to our family because our parents almost adopted babies from there. And the day they got accepted, they found out they were pregnant with us. Oh. Um, So it's a really, really special place. Okay. Do you want to, you want to announce this? One fun thing that's, one thing that's really fun about having a big family is going on vacation. So what do you guys think? Do y'all like vacation? Yeah. Raise your hand if you like vacation. Raise your hand. Yes. Y'all, here, let me ask you one other thing, boys. Do y'all like Legos? Yeah. Okay, what about this? Legoland Florida Resort is going to give y'all a four-day, three-night vacation, complete with tickets to all of those places, three Legoland theme parks, a stay at one of the cool Legoland hotels, and credits for airfare, meals, plus a gift card for some souvenirs. Y'all want to go on a trip? Yeah. Y'all want to? Okay, what yes. do y'all think oh, about that? Yes, Would that be fun? Crazy. Yay! Oh, wait, and Donna has a little Legos something for you guys. To get excited. To get, excited. To get you excited. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Marissa, we can tell already you're going to be an incredible big sister. Thank you. We're sending so much love to all of y'all. Okay, Dina, Marissa, Joseph, Levi, Thomas, go have fun. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> up next, they couldn't be sweeter. Siblings Rima and Ravi Patel whip up some incredible desserts after this. Thank you, guys. Thank you.
All right, y'all, we are sticking with the sibling theme today with brother and sister duo Rima and Ravi Patel. They were crowned champions. Where are you, sissy? <laughs> Come here. They were crowned <laughs> champions of the most recent season of Pe the Peacock Competition Series, Baking It. It's hosted by Amy Poehler and Maya Rudolph. And today they're here to show us how to make two delicious desserts. Hi, y'all. How, how are you? Good. Okay, so good. First of all, I'm obsessed with the way you guys got on the show. I heard the producers called you and said, do you have anybody to bring with you? Yeah, and, and it's so funny because I was like, yeah, I would love to be on a baking competition. And then I was like, I'll bring my brother Ravi. And uh, I had no idea what bake? I'm doing. At, oh, you all? Don't At all. No, never. We did like a two-week <laughs> baking boot camp before we left. And I was like, here's everything I could possibly do. Did you teach him? You um, well, yeah. Won. And, and he's like, good. He's enough pretty good. Now. You're enough. Yeah. Good enough. She's being nice. Um, okay, so you're going to show us how to make two desserts. What, what are we making? We're going to start with a no-bake chai cheesecake. Yummy. Um, on this end, we're going to start with the Biscoff cookie crumbs. Okay. But honestly, you can use whatever you have on hand. Cool. You have graham crackers, you have Oreos, whatever. Makes okay. You happy. So um, what should we do? If you want to, if you want to start. Yes, with I'll that. help you. Yeah, pour the melted stop. butter in. Yeah, it, is it then, warm? Yeah, it's warm. You want to have it melted, and then brown sugar, yeah, some salt. Okay, and then give it a stir. All right. And this is a super easy recipe. Like this, we're not putting anything in the oven today. I know. Um, Isn't that great? Yeah, and then you can pour that right into the to the pan, and you kind of mold it. Yeah, that wasn't great. You no. want to mix it better. The nice yeah. thing about this recipe is that there's such few ways to mess it up. Like, wow. So you're doing great. So Something tells this. me it could be me that messes it. <laughs> We're going to, if you happen to have like a, a cup or a measuring cup, you push it, push it. Push it down. You want to pack it as tightly as you possibly can okay. for structure. Awesome. Now we're making the actual cheesecake. Yes. So in this mixing bowl here, we've got room temperature cream cheese vital that it's softened okay, okay. Uh, cream cheese and sour cream um and then we are going to pour in if you would like to yes we have granulated sugar okay. powdered sugar wow we're really sugaring it up yeah some lemon juice uh-huh and vanilla extract yummy i Ooh. love vanilla extract and honestly if you wanted to stop here you just got no big cheesecake okay but we're gonna make a chai spice and we're gonna throw in all these spices here we've got cinnamon um nutmeg ginger clove cardamom awesome. uh, but if you don't have these just use like okay, pumpkin so pie Okay, so mix, mix, mix. Yeah. Let's bake it, mix it. Mix it. Now we have this. And we're going to mix our heavy whipping cream, like whip it to a stiff beak, mix yeah. it in. And Yummy. we're going to fold Great. it in. Once it's all folded, well, you know, hypothetically. Yeah. And be very it. gentle with it. Otherwise, you're going <laughs> to yes. end up getting butter. That's one thing Rena oh. taught me. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. like it with your whipping cream. Yeah. It's a good trick. Yeah. Okay. So we mix it in. And then we just, if you want to pour it yeah. into. Well, Sissy, let's move to the next recipe. That that looks good. Okay, right. what's this? So over here, we're going to be making a coconut almond burfi. So okay. that's a dessert we typically have around Diwali time. Mm. I'm going to show you my easy version of that. Let's see it. So we're going to start with some toasted uh, sweetened coconut. Okay. And we're going to add that sweetened condensed milk to the mixture Yum. here. Delicious. And this okay. is the perfect recipe to have kids involved because it's ah. so foolproof. Okay. So you can make it with the kids this Christmas. Yeah, Die. definitely. I think a fun balls. way to do this is make the mixture and you can make little balls. Dip it in white chocolate. Now you have snow. Oh, cute. A, a snowman. To get cute. The involved. Okay. So we're going to mix all that. Okay, and mix, once pretend, mix, 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 mix. Once we're mixed, we're going to add it to a pan here and just kind of smooth it out and pack it tightly. Okay. And we're going to add the chocolate ganache. Yummy. And we use warm cream and, um, and any type of chocolate you prefer, half and half. Delish. We're going to pour that, smooth it over. Okay. And we're going to top it off with almonds or a nut of your choice. 
And a little sea salt. Remus says, that if you want to make something fancy, just add flaky salt. It's true. Like it's that. true. Flaky it's salt on sweet. anything. Because so sweet and salt go so well so together. Exactly. And that's it? That's it. Put it in the freezer for 15, 20 minutes, and you could cut it and serve. We're stop. having to have a bite, Very but easy. we don't have a fork, which is kind of a problem. You pick <laughs> it up. Sissy. Never stopped you before, sissy. Sissy. <laughs> sissy. These are clean. <laughs> Um, okay, because I really want to try. Well, there was a period where I thing. only ate cheesecake. Oh my gosh, I, I love, love that. and it's so easy. Mm, right? Amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> to get these recipes, y'all. Thank y'all so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Go to day.com/slash/food and be sure to watch the first two seasons of Baking It. All you have to do is head to our sister network, Peacock. Up next, another pair of very talented siblings, the WNBA's Neka and Cheney Ogumike. After this. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. Today, we are celebrating family, sisterhood, and the unbreakable bonds that come with it. And for Los Angeles Sparks teammates, Neka and Cheney Ogumike, sisterhood has been a superpower. Okay, we're going to chat with them in a moment, but first, take a look at their story. Meet basketball phenoms Neka and Cheney Ogumike, the only sisters to be drafted number one overall in American professional sports. The Houston, Texas natives are first-generation Americans. Their parents immigrated from Nigeria, inspiring their children to reach for greatness. And that's just what they did. In 2008, Neka's years of training paid off. Recruited by Stanford, she competed in the Final Four four years in a row. Two years later, Cheney joined her older sister at Stanford and made three Final Four appearances of her own. Neka was the number one overall pick in the 2012 WNBA draft. She's currently an eight-time WNBA All-Star. In 2014, Cheney was drafted by the Connecticut Sun as a number one pick. Just five years later, she joined her sister on the Los Angeles Sparks, where they played together for four years. Neka serves as the WNBA Players Association president. And Cheney, she's an NBA broadcast analyst and was recently appointed to the President's Advisory Council on African Diaspora Engagement in the United States. From humble beginnings to dominating the world of women's basketball, these sisters are holding their court. <laughs> Neka and Cheney, we are so happy that y'all are here. My sister oh, is obsessed goodness. with I'm you. Ob- yes. Thank you Number for having one us. fan. Thank yes. you for coming on. We hear that y'all were terrified at your first ever basketball practice. Tell us about that. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, Cheney can probably tell you a little bit more of her version of the story. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not someone who kind of... If there's a challenge in front of me, 
even if I don't want to do it, I just kind of face it. And uh, we had practice, and I was wearing. We were both wearing jorts. We jorts. Say we fell, yeah. yeah, we're wearing jorts. We fell into basketball, fell in love with it. But she's being way too gracious. We were wearing <laughs> jorts. I'll never forget. Mine had like a butterfly embroidery halter tops, <laughs> flowers, heads, socks. How old were you? We were Nicholas probably around like, I think 10, I was like nine or ten. Nine or ten. Were y'all yeah. good? No, no, I'll tell you this. Yeah. NECA, I thought I was. NECA's first shot didn't just go over the backboard. It went over the scoreboard. <laughs> over the backboard. <laughs> so it kind of gives hope for all of those parents <laughs> out there, right? For sure. To stick with things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, what is it like to be reunited and get to play together? Oh, it's fun. It's I a mean, dream. Yeah, I mean, it's... You don't really think about being able to play with each other, let alone in college, and no. then also professionally. So we really do feel blessed to be able to be on the same team. It's so much fun. <laughs> so y'all obviously dominate on the court, but I know you both have major leadership roles off the court. So NECA, tell us about what you do with the WNBA Players Association. Yes. So I'm serving currently in my third term as president of the Players Association. And um, you can imagine it's all the roles that a president would have, but mostly just delegating and ensuring that, you know, I listen to the players and they get what they need. Like equal pay. <laughs> yeah, like equal pay. Exactly. Um, and you are, the, sorry, but you are on this very cool board yes. that President Biden appointed you to? Yes, not too long ago. Maybe about a week ago. Yeah, it was like, a, a, week ago. a week ago. A week ago. ago. <laughs> I was in D.C. at the White House, got appointed by President Biden to really help promote diaspora engagement, which is really important to us because we're first-generation Nigerian-American, yeah. and my parents were there. They had their phones <laughs> out. It was truly special, but basically to represent the next generation and help advocate for people like us who have dreams and realizing that they're valid as well. So what what do your parents think? First of all, you're one of four sisters, which yes. is kind of a dream for just the two of us, <laughs> and all four of y'all have played basketball, Division One basketball? Yeah, we all did. Um, I mean, we're just very blessed. Um, I think also, too, we learned about basketball growing up together, so we were kind of raised, even with my parents, just understanding the game and what it could offer, and we're just very grateful to have been able to not only play, but we didn't pay for school, yeah. and we were able to obviously forge in different careers and paths. So, and, yeah. and a lot of people always say, like, oh, you guys, is your basketball backyard battles must, must have been crazy. But the reality is, I think one thing our parents taught us is not to be competitive as women, but to be collaborative. And that's oh. why I call her my not role model, my goal model, because oh. she is the <laughs> oldest. She sets goals and like brings us along the way. I always say I ride her coattails to success, and it's really helped us. Hardly. She's doing so much right my, now. Y'all are the best sisters <laughs> ever. Goals. Wait, also, can we just say y'all have serious style? Barbara oh, was sending you. me your Instagram. Let's show I know in advance. Look at these looks. Oh, yeah. Oh, that shoulder pad was a look. That, I was scared of the <laughs> look shoulder at that. pad. My favorite is the denim, Neca. I yeah, love the, the denim, denim look. Was cute. Oh, my God. Y'all yeah. are the best. <laughs> okay, you. but we, so I like your stance on competitiveness, but I'm very competitive. Okay? We've heard. <laughs> okay. We are, too. We are, Okay, big. But, I, but I, I support you, and yet y'all are going down, because coming up, we're <laughs> not, happening. not happening. <laughs> well, we each know our sister. Sisters. Jenna and I challenge Nekka and Shanae to a sister-sister showdown. Let's we go! Y'all probably do, because y'all... We are back with our two new favorite sisters, Nekka and Shanae Ogumake. And since I'm here with my sissy, we thought we would put our sister knowledge to a test in a game we're calling Sisters Sister Know Best. Hey, Donna, take it away. Okay, I'm so excited. Hi, sisters. Hi. Hello. So right now you have answers to questions that we asked you before the show about yourselves and your sisters. So in each round, I'll ask one sister a question about the other. And if your answers match, you get a point. Ready? Okay. okay. Let's okay. go. First we all know up. we're competitive. And Barbara. we know y'all are competitive. Are we? <laughs> First up, Barbara. What is Jenna's go-to karaoke song? 
Okay, you I haven't was, read that. I struggled. It's either Celine Dion or Meatloaf, and I went with Meatloaf. Wait, Jen and I yet? Do I lift? Yeah. Yes. I do it okay, for Jenna, love. Is that I right? would do yeah. Oh my God. for love. Oh dear. Oh, wow. Okay. Good job. I'm glad you went with that. Okay. Crazy. Now, Neka, <sighs> yes. what is Shanae's go-to karaoke? I, I really struggled with this, but I just said something Beyonce. Oh, is that right? Coming from no, the age. it's not. We did. Oh. Oh. I did it on a cruise, like when I was 13 years old, and it was miserable. <laughs> I thought she'd remember that. <laughs> I did. I did meatloaf on a cruise. Oh, <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. It's all, all right. right. Round two. Chanae, what is NECA's guilty pleasure? Okay. Oh, this is easy. People call her okay. Chef Neck for a reason, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yes. All right, Jenna, what is Barbara's guilty pleasure? Um, people call her the cookie monster for one reason. <laughs> <laughs> cookie! Yes! That oh, is it! Yeah. Yeah. I've seen her take down a whole pack of McMilano in about two minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> That's impressive. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Round three. Barbara. Where was Jenna's first? Okay, ex? I know it was in fourth grade, mm -hmm. and I know it was with John Henderson. I think we I don't said, need to name names. Who, what, where, when, why? We don't need to name names. Jenna, is that true? Spin the bottle, party. Oh. So we could I, have yeah, a point. Yes. Some of us might have you said I was too young. You said after school. Not me. <laughs> Okay. All right, Neka. This is embarrassing. Where did Chanae's first kiss happen? So I'm only doing this based off of a recent answer, and I thought it was in her LA condo. Oh, no way. No, 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 no. I was going to say, because I'm, you know, a girl, girl, college. I thought you were going to go to the college. I was doing it based on recent events, but I was doing it based on, like, her baby truth. Yeah. That's my fault. That's my fault. It was really nice. Should I be embarrassed in my first kiss? Okay, high school. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. This is the final round. Okay. Shanae, what is NECA's go-to dance move? You okay. She busted this out in high school. I'm not even going to oh say it. I hope gosh. this is right. The Harlem oh Shake. Oh, my God. Come on. NECA used to be known for her Harlem Shake. Right? In the middle of a dance group, she'd come out like, it was Lil Bow Wow in the well, Harlem Shake. the story shape. is right, but the answer I gave. Oh. That's my uh, uh, I know. <laughs> Shake yeah, it. that was my dance move. Okay. But like, I haven't done it in years. <laughs> but that was your only go-to. Uh, but this is it now. This is all right. collective. I yeah. feel bad, actually, okay. because we love y'all. And I feel like I'm going to get this one. Go ahead. Yeah, I think no, so, no, no. too. Don't feel bad. Win. Win. Jenna, okay. Here I go. Yeah. Jenna, what is Barbara's go-to dance move? <laughs> Barbara loves a shimmy. I love a shimmy. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Move if anyone wants to volunteer themselves. Oh, I mean, you know, you did check that. The fucking Bronco, perhaps? I'll keep it classy. Okay, go ahead. Oh, the shimmy. All right, you guys, by the way, if we were playing a basketball competition, it would be embarrassing. We adore y'all. Good game. Likewise. Have a great wedding. Thank you. Can I just thank my little sissy, my hermanita, for hanging out with me today? Thanks for having me, sis. Will you ever come? Possibly. Possibly is better than no. And can I just give a quick reminder? I have a new episode of my Read with Jenna podcast with one of my favorite authors, Kate Camillo. It drops today. You scan that QR code, get Read with Jenna wherever you get podcasts. Tomorrow we have Blake Shelton. Woo! Plus former White House chef Andre Rush. And I've got my sissy. Bye. Bye.
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.